Hi, and welcome to Designer Discussions. Today, we are going to talk about driving more traffic to your website using SEO. Welcome to the Designer Discussions podcast. Tune in each week where we discuss marketing, branding, PR, and business advice for design professionals. This episode is brought to you by Kitchen and Bath Marketing Solutions. Jason is our resident expert on both design and digital marketing. Make sure you reach out to him and have him help you with all those things that have been bogging your business down. Are you worried about your email newsletter, your Facebook ads, any of those things? He has a proven track record, and he will be able to give you measurable results. Remember, always reach out to Kitchen and Bath Marketing Solutions if you have any issues and you want to grow your design and remodeling business. As an interior designer, we get a lot of requests from companies that want to help us do our SEO, but we don't really know if they're doing their job. One of the reasons why I'm super grateful to have Jason here with us is that he can kind of help demystify all of the things that we don't necessarily understand about SEO and make it more simple and easy to apply. Yes. Maria, SEO is one of the things that I actually hear from designers that they dread. I'm going to start off with the cost. That's what I hear the most about is why does SEO cost so much? And one of the reasons why is because it's an ongoing process. So a lot of designers ask me, well, my web designer did SEO when he built the website I say that's the foundation, but you have to continuously apply SEO. And here's why. Google and the other search engines constantly optimize their search engines up to 500 and 600 times a year. They do updates. Now, not all of those updates apply to you and your website, but a lot of those updates do. And if you are not on top of them, then you're going to drop in the rankings, you're going to drop on your keywords, you're going to drop traffic. So you have to stay on top of that in order to be on top of SEO, on top of your competition. And so that's why SEO is an ongoing process. And I like to call it digital ditch digging. (laughs) Because really, it's all about the weeds. It's all about knowing what the keywords are, what the algorithm is, what the schema data, that's the back end of your website. What all of that, what's all of that happening and how that applies to the industry of design, remodeling and architecture. And you have to be on top of this in order to stay relevant in the search engine's eyes. So that's why I like to say SEO costs so much because you're actually paying for ongoing work to stay on top of the search engines, to stay on top of your keywords, to drive more traffic to your website. To start, And this is where everybody should start at. First of all, make sure your website is up to date. We listen to episode 12 on how how to optimize your website. We actually talk about that. And one of the things I find in the design industry is anytime I ask designers, anytime I present and I ask designers, when was the last time you've optimized your website or did any refurbishment? And I usually hear years, three, four, five years. And if you want to do anything on SEO or up the traffic that comes to your website, you have to have a relevant website in the search engine's eyes. Because as I, as I just said, they update their algorithm over 500 times a year. And a lot of those apply to updates 
that you need to be up to date with your website on. So the first and the easiest aspect is to go through your website and just look at the content. Make sure everything is relevant. If you haven't did any updates to your website in over five years, or even honestly over a year, if you look at it nine times out of 10, you may have added on more services. You may have added on new content. You may have changed the project. You may have added new projects. So all of that needs to be up to date. So anyone visiting your website does not look at you and say, oh, that's old. That's uh, the old style. I'm not looking at that anymore. You need to be relevant in the search engine's eyes, and you also need to be relevant in the end user, your potential prospect's eyes as well. So that's the first bottom line, update your website, easy to do. And I'm not asking you to rebuild your website. I'm asking you to update your website. So that should be easy enough to do. Next. You want to start to add content to your website. Now, if you listen to episode 26, where uh, Michelle was on and she talked about SEO 101, if you re-listen to that, she talked about pillar content. So you're not having to write blogs all the time, but you need to have one long blog or one long content piece that addresses your service or the keyword that you're hoping to rank for comprehensively. And so that way you could be found by end users, prospects for that keyword. So updating content regularly and what that could mean at least once a month, look at what's on your site, look at the services, look at the homepage, look at if you have a blog, look at that so you can make sure that is up to date and it's actually speaking to your end user. Because remember, I, if you if you hear anything I say, I always talk about know your audience. Once you know your audience, you know how to write for them. And that's going to help you update the content. Next, you want to do Google My Business Profile. Now, the name is about to go away. It's actually changed to Google Business Profile, but it's the same thing. Google My Business is the same thing as Google Business Profile, but you need to make sure that you have one. I am flabbergasted at how many designers do not have a Google My Business Profile, and that's easy to set up. You don't have to pay anyone to do that. It will take some time. I would say if you allocate four hours, just one day, and you can do that on the weekend, or you can have one of your employees help you out, but just spend four hours just to set it up correctly. I actually have a guide that I'll have in the show notes that shows you how to do that. Most of your time on that will be spent adding in projects because you're going to have to add in images. You're going to have to optimize the images. You're going to add it, have to add in content, add in your services, add a description of your site, not just the name, not just we do color boards or we do design conversations. Explain what that means. Because you know as a designer, but the end user nine times out of 10 does not know what that means. And you may have a different interpretation than a designer down the street. Because remember, you want to differentiate yourself from everybody else. So explain the services in detail. And once you explain that, have all of your services, have all of your team on there, have your images on there. That's going to take, honestly, like I say, about four hours. But once you have that complete, you're done. And so now you just only have to look at that at least once a month and add in new information. Like if you have a new project, add that in. That will take about five to 10 minutes. That's it. 
five to 10 minutes a month after you've created the actual profile. So I'm not asking you to spend a lot of time, but I'm asking you to do this free resource, Google My Business, which now turns into Google Business Profile. So do that at a minimum. This is not an instant traffic driver, but it will, over time, grow more traffic to your website. So Jason, like the Google My Business or Google Business Profile, is that only... Let's say you're only doing e-design and your clientele is spread out geographically. Do you need it then too? Or do you only recommend it for people that have a physical office and do a lot of their work in in the region where they're located? I say for everyone, e-design as well. And here's why, because it helps you to be found online. It will help increase traffic to your website, even though most of that will help you with the Google map listing. That is still driving traffic, even locally, to your website, which which ultimately helps out your SEO overall. So even if you are only in e-design, it helps to have a Google business profile because it just will help your overall viewership online. One of the things I've really loved about listening to some of your tips on the digital ditch digging is that um, I like that I don't have to write new blogs and that I can keep um, my just updating my existing blogs. And now Google is seeing them as as a new as new content um, because it is regularly updated and that it's cut down on a lot of time and kind of that emotional burden that I had thinking I needed to write these like 300 and 400 word blogs once a week, twice a week, uh, uh, you know, for, for my website, just knowing I can go into an existing blog, update photographs, uh, change some of the headings to have some of my SEO keywords in it. Um, and it's really made a big difference in how my website is performing. And i I have found it to be very, very valuable. Yes. And just the small things. A lot of times when I also say update your website, adding on content to your site, you also need to add in what we talk about the title tags and and the alt tags and all that on the images as well. And a lot of the times designers don't even think about how to name their image. They'll just have image zero, zero, whatever, what came out the camera or the phone. <laughs> but you need to actually name the image because you have to understand the search engines uh, cannot read images. They cannot read the pixels. They can read image and text. So when you describe what the image is about, now you have a better chance to be found for your images because when you do a Google search, if you ever click on images, now you have a chance to be found for that keyword as opposed to your website. Your images on your website have a chance to be found in the search engines. And so that's why naming your images is vital. But a lot of designers forget. They just, if they get the images from either their professional photographer or if they take their own image, they use the name that the the software gives them as opposed to renaming it, adding in alt tags, a short description about what it's about. That also helps with your content. Now, again, this is all small things that you can do that will cost you no money, but it helps you and it helps over the competition because I can guarantee a lot of designers out there would not do any of this. 
So I've been using SEO Quake, like Michelle told us to, and I have that on my website and I do review it regularly to see, you know, what, what's, what works, what's not working, what do I need to fix? One of the things it mentions is it's good to have a Twitter that can quickly and easily be clicked on and sent to Twitter um, available on my website. I found that to be pretty interesting. I haven't applied it yet to go, you know, go through and find my Twitter account and have, um, tweets available on the front of my website. But I found that to be very interesting that that's something that Google is actually looking at when they're looking at our websites. You know, Michelle, she had talked about this on the episode as well uh, within episode 26, but Google actually has an algorithm linked directly to Twitter. So your tweets can actually rank. That's actually one of the reasons why that is vital. But I would say for a lot of designers out there, don't get bogged down in the weeds because you don't want to go overboard and get a Twitter account if you do not already have one. This is for if you already have a Twitter account and you're using it. If you do not already have a Twitter account, do not worry about it. There are other things you can do like Google my business profile, Google business profile. That is more vital and it does not take as much time. So as I always teach, find out where your audience is and then develop content for that. So if you're not using Twitter and that's not a part of your every day or every week or whatever, don't worry about it. Use the platforms that you're already on and maximize that. But at a minimum, optimize your website, add more content, create a Google business profile. Yeah. So Jason, what about keywords? Where do we get those most easily? (laughs) Well, in the show notes, I'll have a list of the top 50 keywords for designers and remodelers uh, to use. So I'll have that in the show notes. And also this episode is airing one day after we had our monthly webinar on how to drive traffic to your website uh, through SEO. So listen to that. That's on our website. That's on Kitchen and Bad Marketing Solutions. Look under resource library webinars, and it's the webinar of the month. Or if you're watching this in the future, it's in the April 2022 webinar. Thanks, Jason. I really appreciate you helping us to see the reality behind what SEO is and what type of time commitment and how we can actually work on our own SEO and start to understand it deep enough to value hiring someone to do it for us. One other that I'll also have in the show notes, I'll also have a checklist, a SEO checklist for the design and remodel industry. And so that'll also be in the show notes. And we also talked about that on the webinar yesterday as well. So feel free to reach out if you have any questions at all, because I know SEO can be confusing. It's a lot. It's always changing. Like I said, up to 500 algorithm changes a year. So I know there's a lot. I actually have a team that stays on top of this for me. So I know it's a lot. So feel free to reach out if you have any questions at all. This episode is brought to you by Kitchen and Bath Marketing Solutions. Jason is our resident expert on both design and digital marketing. Make sure you reach out to him and have him help you with all those things that have been bogging your business down. Are you worried about your email newsletter, your Facebook ads, any of those things? He has a proven track record and he will be able to give you measurable results. Remember, always reach out to Kitchen and Bath Marketing Solutions if you have any issues and you want to grow your design and remodeling business.
Make sure you reach out to Jason to get access to his 50 top keywords for SEO for the interior design and home remodeling industry. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Designer Discussions. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Jason, Maria, and Miriam on social media? You can find them on all platforms at designerdiscussions.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you are listening.